Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, forgive me if I'm a bit thrown off. Um, I've had a couple uh, issues come up recently. Uh, I'm also, once again, using uh, a more professional mic. And, you know, so forget if you hear anything in the background because it picks up a lot. And I forgot how good this is. This mic is at uh, picking up things. But I wanted to, and I'm, I know I'm behind, I wanted to speak on a few things concerning the announcement about student loan. <clears throat> so uh, recently, Joe Biden announced uh, student loan relief for low to middle income borrowers. <laughs> Sorry, low income borrowers from 10,000 up to 20,000. Uh, since about 1980, the cost of four-year public schools, public and private colleges, uh, has nearly tripled, and federal support hasn't really kept up with the the cost. Uh, according to the, a Department of Education an analysis, the typical student graduates with almost $25,000 of debt. Now, I've seen people with a lot more than that. I've seen some people who have recently talking about who have recently have articles written about them who have paid up to a hundred thousand dollars and even more so. But that is a a you know, as I said, typical is not for everybody, but yeah, a typical amount of twenty-five thousand dollars of debt. What makes this all the worse is that many people, nearly a third, have debt but no degree or degree that they can't use. So, you know, think about it. you have all this debt for something that is essentially useless. Now, Biden has said that the Department of Education will provide targeted debt relief to address the financial harms of the pandemic. Uh, they will provide up to $20,000 in debt cancellation to Pell Grant recipients and up to $10,000 for non-Pell Grant recipients. This is available for those who make uh, $125,000 a year for single people and for married couples, um, for people who make $250,000 or less, which is most of the country. Um, no high income person or household would benefit from this. In my opinion, anybody over making over $100,000, you know, that to me, that that is in my frame of in my frame of mind, that is high income. That is, you know, like you're you're doing, in my opinion, you know, as a low income person, somebody making a hundred twenty five thousand, somebody making a hundred thousand dollars, is like, oh, you're you know, you're doing pretty good, you know, at least in my opinion. Um, to ensure a smooth transition. The uh, pause on federal student loan repayment will be extended one final time through December 31st, 2022, you know, the end of the year. It is September now, beginning of September. So you got, uh, you know, three more months. They will also make the system more manageable for current and future borrowers by cutting monthly payments in half for undergrad loans. Um, this will be accomplished by a new income-driven repayment loan that protects more uh, low-income uh, people from making 
uh, any payments and caps monthly payments for undergrad loans at 5% of a borrower's discretionary income. Uh, next would be fixing the public service loan forgiveness program by proposing a rule that borrowers who have worked at a nonprofit in the military or in federal, state, tribal, or local government receive appropriate credit towards loan forgiveness. Last would be to reduce the cost of living and hold schools accountable when they hike prices. If all borrowers claim the relief they are entitled to, it will provide relief for up to 43 million people. Uh, target relief and let's let's not, you know, get. I can even hear the freaking clicking of the keyboard. Uh, Forty-three million people is a lot of people, so that's as much as some people I'm going to talk about later like to talk about how therefore they're American people. You you will hear about how how much they hate this. Um. Let me see. It will target relief dollars to low and middle income borrowers. It will help borrowers of all ages. And hopefully, this is one thing I saw on the website. Hopefully, they hope they would advance racial equity. Um, I'm assuming based uh, because um, Black students are more likely to have to borrow. I wonder what that was. Um, we have to borrow for school and more than likely to take out a uh, more considerable amount. Nearly 90% of debt cancellation benefits will go to borrowers earning less than 75, I was gonna say thousand, yeah, earning less than $75,000 a year. And thanks to the American Rescue Plan, this would not be treated as taxable income. So the people who are saying, well, what a debt collection will, I have to worry about this on the taxes or my taxes. No, it's, it's not going to be something we have to worry about, uh, which is, you know, good. And of course, now I, I said all that, you know, and, and these are things that are easy. You can find, I found uh, most of this information on the White House website is something that they talked about. So if you want to get this information, it is plainly presented out there. You don't have to mm -hmm. search. I'm sorry. It is crazy how I heard my phone notification clear through the playback playback than I did before. Mm -hmm. And sorry. So forgive me. But, um, sorry. So yeah, they, you, you can find this information. And so it makes it all the more frustrating when you hear people come out who are against this plan and, you know, it's, it's not so much that they're against it. It's the talking points that they have that you know, at this point, I shouldn't be surprised, are not based in any kind of logic or fact whatsoever. So, 
Uh, let's see who who's the first. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, there, her and and her ilk are they 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 don't have any real laws. They don't they don't know anything about leading, and they're the party of complaining. Uh, they're going off about this decision. Uh, I also saw them recently talking about suing. Uh, Ted Cruz is one of them talking about get, when they get in office, they're going to sue because, you know, keeping, making sure that millions of Americans get the weight of debt off of their back is something that they just can't have. It's, it's, it shouldn't be. So... One of the most outspoken idiots, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, went on Fox to talk about how it isn't fair to those who paid off their loans or how this benefits the wealthy. Once again, it's targeted more towards lower and middle income people. And yes, even I I, I said that, yeah, if you're making $100,000 a year, to me, that's doing pretty well. I will also note that a lot of these, what kills me is that all these politicians talking about the wealthy and the elite are making more money, are, are in the tax bracket of the people that they're supposedly talking about. And they keep trying to act as if, oh no, I'm just a, a regular person. It's like, no, no, you're not. You are not a, a regular person with a regular income. Um. So, the and oh, the others, they always need the, the other to point to, it's those people that are, are not, they're not hardworking, that somehow the debt forgiveness is for, as, as I said, wealthy people. And they, the stupidity about that is that wealthy Americans wouldn't have to worry about student loans, you know, initially starting off if they were wealthy, when they were going to school, they probably didn't have to take out for student loans. Just just throwing it out there. If they're they come from a wealthy family, they wouldn't have to 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 do that. Um as I said, the plan has been clearly explained about who would or wouldn't benefit from this. Um and they love to keep talking about as if this only goes to uh, affect people who go to Ivy League schools, which is, I looked this up, 0.4% of undergrads attend Ivy League schools. And also more than likely, if you are able to attend these schools, you wouldn't qualify anyway. Um, well, thankfully, whoever one runs the White House Twitter account had plenty of time to be petty, and you all know how I enjoy being petty. They added the clip of her complaining about the fact um, about it not being fair, about how it's wrong and some people have paid off their loans, which to me is always a a weird reason. It's like, well, there's this thing people had to struggle for. Well, they had to struggle for it. Okay, so we want to make it easier for other people. And your response is, well, these people didn't have that benefit. It's like, okay, well, okay. 
this is something that these people had to struggle for. We see the struggle, we want to acknowledge it, and we want to help those going forward. But because you had to struggle through it, you want everybody else to have to struggle through it. You want, you're saying that you don't want to lift this burden off of the hardworking American people that you say that you claim to want to help because somehow they still attach it to, they they want to convince the people that it is designed to benefit that, oh, just look, that number one, it's once again, it's one of the things they do, they just throw everything at the wall and hope it stick, even though they're all contradictory. Number one, this is only for wealthy people. They're, they give the impression that one, they're only the wealthy and lazy and lawyers and whoever, doctors and whatever, that only they have racked up student loan bills. But then at the same time, that good old fashioned hardworking Americans have paid off their, their loans. So which which one is it? Is it that and and there's also the, the thinking of, okay, so if okay, so if these people paid off their loans and they are the you know the more lower income people, then how is it that some of the higher income people wouldn't have? Or is it that some people, yes, were able to pay off their loans. They were uh, blessed enough, fortunate enough to uh, get a job or uh, have things to, to where they can spend whatever income to pay off their student loans. But I, I'm sorry, it just always confuses me to where it's just like, okay, so these people did, and anyway, let me, let me just go because I hurt myself trying to think about go along with their logic but the the white house twitter account posted the clip of her complaining about the quote-unquote fairness along with the fact that she has been forgiven for almost one hundred eighty-four thousand dollars in ppp loans um the ppp loans was for intended for small businesses even though a lot of businesses that weren't small also received money for this. This was the uh, Paycheck Protection Program. Um, was during the, I want to say the end part of, I want to say Trump's presidency, beginning of Biden's. Uh, it's been around for a few years. It, it was for people, uh, businesses during COVID uh, to help out with certain things. It's a loan from the government. The, the people, and it's always funny when you see people who always crowd you know smaller government and then you see that they've accepted government aid or accepted something and then want to go around and say well you know the government shouldn't do this for people it's like you're fine with them helping you out but as far as other people anyway uh, they also make sure they give that same energy to others such as matt gates and and other people uh let me see if i can actually pull up the the actual tweet you had the old Marjorie uh, of course well no this was no Fox it was on Newsmax which is the new Fox because they're even more up to GOP's but um, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene 
had $183,504 in PPP loans forgiven. Oh, another thing that she said that was funny uh, when she said, speaking on, uh, speaking about Democrats when she was on Newsmax, she said they need votes in November. So the time of this is pure coincidence, is, is of pure coincidence there as well, but it's completely unfair. Um, and as I said, records show that Green's company, Taylor Commercial Incorporated, had more than $183,000 in federal government loans were given in the early months of the COVID pandemic. But yeah, the fact that she says, well, they need votes in November, so it's coincidence. It's pretty much admitting that this would be popular with people or else why would you imply that, yeah, this would get people to vote for them? If it's unfair, if it's something that's not good, then you would be like, yeah, you know, this is not going to get people to vote for you because this is not going to, but they they can't help but say the, the quiet part out loud. But let me pull up this this list of these people. Okay. Uh, I already mentioned MTG. And some of these I'll read out of order because some of the numbers get really up there. You have Matt Gates, uh, Republican of Florida. All these are Republican members of Congress who's had loans forgiven and had the nerve to come out and try to say something. Matt Gates of Florida, $476,000. Greg Pence of Indianapolis, seventy-nine thousand. Sorry, yes, seventy-nine thousand four hundred forty-one dollars. Roman, sorry, Ralph Norman of South Carolina, three hundred. Sorry, three hundred, three hundred, three hundred thousand. I don't know why I had such an issue doing this before. Three hundred six thousand five hundred twenty. I had such issue reading that before. I don't know why I wanted to say sixty-five, but three hundred thousand, three hundred, three hundred thousand, three hundred, three hundred thousand, six five two hundred. I don't know why I said it right and I messed it up and I said I'm going to re-record it and I'm going to do it better. And I got it, and I don't know why. I don't know why I messed that up. So forgive me for that. Um, Ralph Abraham of Louisiana, thirty-eight thousand. Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania is nine hundred seventy-four thousand one hundred dollars. Vicky Hartsner of Missouri. $451,200. Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma, $988,700. Now, let's get to the heavy hitters. We have Kevin Kern of Oklahoma, $1,070,000 in 
in PPP loans were given. Roger Williams, $1,430,000. What was the next one? Carol Miller of West Virginia, $3.1 million. Let's see, Vern Buchanan of Florida, $2.8 million. And I want to make sure there was no one else. Yes, Brett Gerther of Kentucky, $4.3 million. Now, just from those people, the amount forgiven just from these loans is $16 million. $193,961 just from those people. But you being forgiven up to $20,000 is too much because it's it's unfair. But all the other people whose PPP loans aren't forgiven is, is un, you know, don't, that's fine. And it's, it's, it's just funny the times when it's acceptable for the government to help out and when it's not. And it's 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 uh it's telling, I'll just to say the least. So we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back with some other people uh with some with some other responses other than these hypocrites okay so we're back and we're going to go into some more reactions and response from people concerning the whole student loans issue we have once again as as has been the trend lately we have a lot of people saying the quiet parts out loud we have who's this guy the head of the republican study committee who said that axing student loan debt could harm military recruitment in a tweet on august 25th he says student loan forgiveness undermines one of our military's greatest recruitment tools at a time of dangerously low enlistments. 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 Oh my God. That's, can't talk for some reason. Uh and to, to his credit, the military has indeed had low recruitment issues. I'm saying it's the worst recruitment environment since the end of the Vietnam War. Some people, uh, Democrats, uh, jumped on his statement, acknowledging that uh, (laughs) higher education opportunities are a key benefit to military service for many recruitments. And it's it's just a weird way to to put what he said is basically, well, since you know, you're able to forgive debt on the regular, that's going to keep people from wanting to join the military. Or that's going to, basically, that's going, that's removing one of the carrots on the stick that the military has to get people to sign up. Uh, as, as I said, many express uh, surprise the Indiana GOP has openly acknowledged the U.S. relies on, uh, as I say, subsidized education 
to attract uh, recruitments. I'm sorry, recruits. I was a Katie Hill. I would say it was uh, California. Right. Uh, she tweets in response to his tweet. Right. Because only poor people should have to sign their lives over to get an education. And then, like I said, it's just kind of weird, slightly bad takes like that to in response to excuse me, in response to student loan debt, student loan forgiveness. Now, I don't want to both sides this. There are some Democrats who are not super thrilled about uh, his call to cancel some student loan debt. We have it was this Tim Ryan of Ohio. He is fighting for his seat. As someone who's paying off my own family student loans, I know the costs of higher education are too high. And while there's no doubt that a college education should be about opening opportunities, waiving debt for those already on a trajectory. Sorry, hold up. Waiving debt for those already on a trajectory to financial security sends the wrong message to the millions of Ohioans without a degree working just as hard to make ends meet. Oh yeah, this is one of those idiots. Instead of forgiving student loans for six-figure earners, we should be working to level the playing field for all Americans. Yeah, this is one of those idiots um, who is using a... uh, Republican talking point, it's 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 sending me the, <laughs> it's <laughs> waving debt for those already on the trajectory to financial security sends the wrong message to millions without a degree working just as hard. So it's the thing of like, well, if these people did it, then why would you help these people? Instead of forgiving loans for six figure earners, even though it's up to it's like yes as, as i said forgive me loans for up to if you make less than you know you if you make any more than this amount then you don't get your loans forgiven that means that your loan is also forgiven if you make less than six figures it's he's saying this as if america is just greatly populated with people making six figures or more as if the majority of us aren't you know five figure people and even and barely that for for some but it's as i already said with with the republicans is a stupid take and one that can be easily pulled is it, it doesn't it doesn't do any good if and I wonder if this is something that he actually feels, if he's actually this stupid, or he's like, well, it's a tough race, and if I come out against this, then maybe some of the, because um, I want to say, I guess, I think this is a swing state, so I guess he's feeling like, well, whatever Republicans or conservatives that, you know, whose who's votes I'm fighting against, if they hear me say this, 
then maybe they'll vote for me. Um, Senator Michael Bennett of Colorado, uh, he says, in my view, the administration should have further targeted the relief and proposed a way to pay for this plan. While immediate relief to families is important, one-time debt cancellation does not solve the underlying issue. And I will say that I, when I initially read this, I heard this, I kind of agreed, but then I went and actually looked at the plan and someone who, and you know, that's, that's on my, that's on me as a voter, uh, you know, we're not in the same state, me as a voter, me as a American, I should, you know, look at the different things and look at more of the bills and things that is going to be implemented in the country that I live. Him being a senator and, you know, and Democrat, he should, uh, he should know more information than I should initially. So either he failed to actually see what it was or he saw it and still made this stupid comment. And I say, the only reason I say stupid because immediate relief to uh, families is important, but one-time debt cancellation does not solve the underlying underlying problem. And I went through and talked about what they're going to do to help with, <coughs> sorry, to help some of the underlying problems means that you, you're not properly talking about what was in the bill or not, not the bill, what was in the, the plan in their plans to address some of the more underlying problems, you know, them capping off how much, um, I want to, I want to say they, they have a, uh, income base set up income base, uh, borrowing so they can, they can't charge you more. Um, they will put you in a hindrance, uh, half more under discretionary, I want to say spending or earning, meaning that there's a greater amount of your income that will not be included when you're borrowing. So they're saying, you know, um, how can I put this? Basically, it's like how you, if anybody has ever been to a timeshare, uh, when you've gone on vacation, they love to add up your, 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 your pay. It's like, well, will you make this much? So you'll have plenty to spend on this. You know, meaning that they accounted not at all for cost of living, food, gas, and other things that you just need to survive. And you're saying, well, you have this. So, yeah, of course you have $10,000 to spend. You know, they, they do that type of stuff. But, you know, they're, they're not doing that with here. Um, and it is. And, and, and once again, it's like instead of was the immediate relief is important, but you know, one time death does not solve the underlying problems. Do you have, what's, what's the word I want to say? Do you have any ideas to help the underlying problem? Cause it's one thing to, to say something. Yeah. It's one thing to say, you know, this doesn't help. What are your plans to help? Have you spoken out about what you think would help? Because sometimes I do get irritated and I try to do better about that with, with myself to where there's something I don't agree with or there's a plan that comes up. I don't agree with that. Okay, well, then what's your plan? I don't really have one. Then shut the hell up. 
unless you're actually actively trying to come up with something better, just being a naysayer is is kind of annoying. Um, Senator Kathleen Cortez Masto of Nevada. Uh, she says, I don't agree with today's executive action because it doesn't address the root problems that make college affordable. Once again, something I agree with initially until I actually read more into what they're doing. Could they go for it more? Yes. But I guess the thing of like, I don't agree with today's decision, it, it makes it seem like that I don't agree with any of it. It's not even saying, well, I like this part. I like this part. I do wish that it did more for this. They're just saying, I don't agree with it because it addressed the root problems. And sometimes I do get irritated when some people have an all or nothing response to something. As if we can't inch our way to the point to where we want to be all together. Knowing that you have people who wouldn't vote for it and that you have people who wouldn't campaign for it. So it's, so, you know, let's, let's work. It's easier to get that a little bit more bit by bit. And, and something else I meant to comment on when I, I, I read somebody saying something about, well, how are we going to pay for it? It pisses me off to where we can spend trillions on the military. We can have billions that we're going to send to Ukraine and we can send all these other people. Yet anytime it's something that's going to actually benefit. And once again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't help Ukraine. However, it's irritating. And it's not just Ukraine because the Republicans would love to just talk about Ukraine because they, uh, Trump is, is cool, still cool with, um, is still cool with, um, forgive the the plane. I, I live kind of close to the airport. Um, any any help we've given to um, Israel or whatever, any any help that we give to people, not in this country. There there are certain things, or even some people in this country, like tax cuts for the rich and corporations and different things like that, they don't, it's when it's about helping a majority of Americans in this country, it's always, well, how can we pay for it? It's like, okay, you want to know how we pay for it? Um, about, and I want to say even the, was it Buy Back Better or the American Rescue Plan, they talked about how things are going to get paid and how some of the changes they're going to implement will help in the cost over times, the you know over uh, a certain length of time, so that it eventually help pays for itself. But they never ask how we're going to pay for adding to the military budget, you know, every few years. They don't ask about that. They don't ask about, you know, I don't remember hearing anything about them saying how are we going to pay for tax cuts for these corporations who will then take that tax cut, not pay the workers, and then take a lot of jobs overseas. There's so much, it's it's always, well, how are we going to pay for it when it's something to, that's going to be, that's going to make an actual change for millions of Americans? 
uh, Chris Papas of New Hampshire. Any plan to address student debt should go through the legislation legislative process. I tried to say that too fast. And it should be more targeted and paid for so it doesn't affect the deficit. Once again, some of this I, I can't agree with. Uh, should be more targeted. But also at the same time, when it says more targeted, I, I wonder what does he mean by more targeted? Because all the stuff I saw dealt with specifically was pretty targeted to me. So I'm not sure, you know. And and from what I've I've seen, they're they're not so Democrats aren't so gun ho just about spending willy nilly for the most part. There may be some, but I don't know. Um should go through the legislative process. Maybe. I I also feel like how can I put this? This has been a popular something popular that he ran on that he promised during his election. And I don't remember and, and I don't know. This this is a slippery slope. I don't remember that wall being voted on and i'm not saying that just because we didn't vote on the wall that we should have to vote on anything but i do kind of like to see this was something that we voted this was something that you ran on that we all said yes that's what we want so we vote you in to do it so do it i don't it's like you know it should you know should be voted on the american people already said that's what they wanted so what the what the hell is there left to vote on uh, you know, I, I kind of do get sick of like, you know, we voted you for this thing, so do the thing. <sighs> Here's another idiot. Jared Golden of Maine. Uh, this decision by the president is out of touch with what the majority of the American people want from the White House, which is leadership to address the most immediate challenges the country is facing. Yeah, that, that sounds, once again, sounds like some Republican talking point. And all these people have been Democrats, I've named off just in case uh, you've forgotten. Because they, they're so vague. You know, leadership to address the most challenge, the, the, meet, the most immediate challenges the country is facing. Ask anybody with student loans if they have an issue. <laughs> I The majority of the people would not have a problem with them saying is like 10 to, they would say, why can't you forgive more? Most people do not have a problem with this and say out of touch. Forgiving thousands of dollars of debt is out of touch for the majority of American people. It's like, who, who are, who do, who are you talking about? Who are these? I'm always confused. I, I so wish I could actually have a conversation with some of these people and just be like, who are, who are the majority of American people that you actually talk to? Who you think that they would not like this? Who are these American people that you feel like would not benefit from this? The, the, the weight of debt is crushing on people. And having this removed, it's like, yes, I 
I'll be happy with that. Um, and I also would want to ask to you, what are some immediate challenges that, that the country is facing? What are some immediate challenges that you think he should be addressing that he has not? You know, because a lot of people say, a lot of people are vague and they say stuff. Um, you know, uh, say stuff like that about, you know, the leadership this country needs to do, uh, you know, what's needed for the country and blah, 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 blah. But they don't, they, they don't, they're not specific on what those, they're not specific on what those challenges are and also what he can actually do about it. Or if it's something that they're not already doing something about, because we have, because I I will say that this 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 administration is bad on properly properly talking about their successes and things that they have done that have been good, such as jobs, um, getting uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court. Sorry, nominating her for the, the Supreme Court. She got there from her own hard work. But uh, promoting her to, to that to that position, um, he said the highest jobs growth in in years. They and this is one thing I've I've seen people talk about. You know, when gas is going up, oh, the president should do something, or you know, and I've heard all people say stuff. Gas has gone back down. Oh yes, the president took. You know, it's like, so it's, it is one of those things where we're going to boo him for this. When it gets fixed, nothing. You know, all the credit, none of the, uh, oh, hold up. I'm sorry. There's some more. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. We still have some more. I forgot I, I put this. Uh, some more who said the move was unfair to those who already paid off the, the loans and unconstitutional, which they throw around unconstitutional a lot. I'm not really sure what the Constitution would have to say about college loans. I could be wrong. Uh, was this Republican Kevin Brady? Your choice. Hashtag Biden. $600 billion for a hashtag college debt pay, uh, bailout is one fair, one unfair to taxpayers who paid off their loans, unfair to those who save, work their way through college, inflationary, robbing from taxpayers to buy, to buy votes. Not legal without conference approval, helping the wealthy. So, the guy whose party constantly gives tax breaks to to the wealthy, not just give tax breaks, but will fight you to say that, hey, maybe we should tax them more since they can actually pay more. Not an unfair amount, but actually more fair than what they're getting taxed now 
but it's helping the wealthy. That, you know. And I'm also, it's a executive action. So I'm, I'm trying to see what, and here's another thing I'm saying. It's like, they're, they're saying not legal without conference approval. So, you know, once again, we'll, we'll see about that. They like to say a lot of things are not legal or not good. And they keep saying unfair. And say unfair to those who paid off their loans, unfair to those who saved and worked their way through college, uh, robbing from taxpayers to buy votes. I'm not really sure how they're robbing from taxpayers. They're just saying, to, once again, they're saying they're robbing from taxpayers to buy votes, meaning that this is something that they think that even they admit is going to be popular with people. There's going to be something that the people want. Otherwise, how how is it that they're buying votes if it's something that, you know, uh, say unfair to those who say work their way through college? And once again, here's my thing. So because some people were actually able to scrounge up and save and work good to pay through college. But once again, I will add to you. I, I will point out when it says 43 million, it, this will benefit 43 million people. How many people did it will actually benefit? So are you saying that it's more fair to let the people that this could benefit, it's more fair to let them suffer because these people were able to do it? And, once, and it's the thing of like, okay, were they able to do it out of ease or were they able to do it? They, you know, they they fought and whatever who paid. Like I said, it's it's a weird, it's a weird comment. I was like, oh, it's not fair. It's, it's not fair for this, it's not fair for that. There's a lot of things that's not fair that they overlook and they talk about. This is something that is actually to benefit people, which of course is why you see them coming out and saying so much about it, because it's something that will actually help people. This is something that will actually make our country better, that will benefit more people, and they just can't have that. They'd rather have people scrounge. They'd rather they'd rather us people stay in debt. It's not that it there's anything actually wrong. Well, it's not fair to those people who pay. It's like, okay. I'm I'm not sure how it's not. If you just recently paid off and you know, you see this, yeah, I, I feel for you. It's like, yeah, that's that sucks. But then does that mean that you shouldn't that people behind if the notion is that because these people I won't say suffer, but but because these people went through something and now we have the ability to make it so that others don't have it as hard as they did, does that mean that because these people didn't have that option that we should we should take away that option for other people? I struggled, I worked hard. Well, now we have it so that you know this people don't have to have harder. Well, I had it hard. 
So I don't want it, I don't want you to have it easier than what I had. That's basically what it's saying. And to me, that's it's a stupid argument. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, I wanted to uh, I had some some health issues come up, so I wasn't able to get this out when I wanted to. Uh, had it had it re-recorded and get some stuff together. But thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for uh, checking out my channel. I am so close to 200 episodes, and I thank you so much to all the people who have listened um, and got me to that point. You can reach me at, um, oh, uh, I want to have a live recording for the 200 uh, by the end of this month. I want to say the 24th. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try to shoot for, the 24th. I hope you all can join me for that. Um, reach me at Bold Expressions, BLD Expressions on both Twitter and Instagram. You can reach me at uh, Bold Expressions 4 at gmail.com. Uh, Bold Expressions and the number 4 at gmail.com. You can reach me at Carl Lickens on Facebook. Um, I don't have much there, really. Uh, need to post more. You can reach me at YouTube, Bold Expressions Podcast. Uh, thank you to all my guests who have shown up, all the support, all the people that have liked, shared, subscribed. Uh, oh, also on YouTube, you can catch the uh, my shorter form podcast, uh, Random Thoughts. And I, I just thank everybody for helping me, for spending your time listening and helping me get to where I am. I appreciate you all. Have a good day, good morning, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, listening to this, and as always, don't be so busy proving your point that you forget your purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode all the way to the end. I appreciate your patronage, but I would also love it if you would check out these other great podcasts as well. Hello, 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 you guys. This is your girl, Melodic. If you haven't already noticed, I've been on Bold Expressions a couple of times with your guy, Carl. And yeah, I'm a little bit of a loud mouth. <laughs> but if you want to get a little bit more of my content, stop by Soapbox Off. It's my podcast where I come with hard-hitting topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, and thought-challenging. So if you come... Come with your emotions on neutral and your critical thinking on high. You can also see some of the things that I put out on Instagram at Soapbox Off. And if you like what you see, feel free to find me on any of the podcast platforms. And you can also email me at SoapboxOff at gmail.com. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. I'm going to let you get back to it. Hi. Right. <laughs>